from the 99. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time to wake up. DJ in and Charlemagne the God. After the Breakfast Club, bitches. <laughs> the voice of the culture. People watch the Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 yo. Good morning, Charlemagne. Good morning, Angela Yee. Peace to the planet. It is Tuesday. All right, now happy Tuesday. I know DJ Envy is running late because he probably was getting gas this morning. Nah, he said uh, he ran into a little bit of traffic. Because must he probably be, be an accident or something. got gas. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the worst decisions you can make as an adult. Uh, mm-hmm. Waking up early in the morning, especially when it's 420. Because in the morning, it's a game of inches. It's like football. So the five minutes, ten minutes can have you late. You stop for gas if you want to. You're going to be SOL. Yeah, actually, my gas light came on on the way here, but... You know, that means I usually have a little bit of time. So, But like I Not said, my dad always taught me, you can't, uh, once my, my tank is on half, it's time to get gas. Yeah, and not to mention, and, and you know, we're 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 in Jersey. We live in I live in New Jersey. Envy lives in New Jersey. Uh, for everybody listening nationally, we don't even have to get out our car to pump gas. So if you don't do it the night before, you're just kind of lazy. There's nothing really. All you got to do is pull up. Mm-hmm. Pull really. up. So anyway, how was your Monday night? Monday night. What did I do last night? It was yesterday. He <laughs> said that like long ago. I, yeah, I'm losing Monday my mind. I, I, I do what I do. Ginkgo biloba. I said Jinko the other day, and everybody corrected me. Whatever the, the pills is for memory. <laughs> I really don't remember biloba. what I did last night. What did I do last night? I, I cannot remember. That's kind of scary. Mm. What did you do yesterday? You probably did the same thing I did yesterday. I got a facial. And let me tell you something. It was amazing. So shout out to Fleur de Lis in Brooklyn. It's a black-owned med spa. And so a med spa means they can do other things, too, if you need it. Um, they have drips there, too, if you ever did a drip. <laughs> I, you know what? Now that you say that, I did get a manicure pedicure yesterday. Okay. See, I that told you. Sense, sense, that, you thought of, you said something about some self-care. <laughs> I absolutely did get a manicure pedicure yesterday. I'm looking at my beautiful buff right now. Hey. Literally. Good morning, yes. DJ Envy. Good morning, guys. Full tank now? Huh? You got a full tank now? Nah, it was, no tank. It was, a, it was an accident. <laughs> and I actually I actually left early this morning. But, you know, what can I do? <laughs> All right. Well, good to see you. Thanks good for joining us. Did you do any self-care yesterday? Angela, you got a facial. I had a manicure, pedicure. What self-care did you do for yourself yesterday, sir? Uh, I didn't do any self-care. Uh, I just relaxed. I took a nap. That's what I did. <laughs> that That's, is self-care, hey, by the way. Oh, I guess you it is. <laughs> that is absolutely self-care. Dropping Taking a nap. bombs for naps, damn it. Okay. Now, this morning, I'm excited for this. We have the cast from Queens on ABC, the national. I think it starts tonight, right? On ABC, Queens? I believe so. Don't yeah, so it comes line. on Tuesday nights. And so that is my girl, Notori, who's on the show. Eve is on the show. Brandy's uh-huh. on the show. And Nadine Velasquez. And all That's four right. women are coming up here today. Even though MB tried to tell us Brandy wasn't coming here, she showed up and showed out. Yeah, well, she said that today, too. Well, she said it in the interview as well. She. <laughs> She was like, no, nah, I'm not messing with y'all. I told her we evolved. I said it's a whole different show from 10 years ago, and, and she decided to come. So shout out to Brandy. Why would people think it's not a whole different show from 10 years ago? If it, if there's anybody out there right now doing the same show they was doing 10 years ago, or they the same people they were 10 years ago, they're probably not having no success. Well, people have trauma sometimes, and maybe she had a little trauma, and, you know, she she had to get that out. But All she'll right. be joining us this morning. Shout out to Brandy, man. Brandy's, I, I love Brandy. Shout out to Brandy. 
All right, mm-hmm. well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what we talking about? Man, this story broke my heart. And a woman was riding on the SEPTA train. This was in Philadelphia, in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And she was raped on the train, and other riders did not intervene. They were filming it, going live, really? doing all of that. And they did arrest the man, but we'll tell you what happened. Wow. All those people that were watching, they should be charged filming. with something as well. Filming. They should be I charged mean, as disgusting, well. it's disgusting, but we'll tell you the whole story. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. God, we are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now we're Monday Night Football. The Titans beat the Bills 34-31. Now, Major League Baseball. Uh, wow, the Boston Red Sox beat the Astros 12-3. Why are you dropping a bomb? You a Red Sox Red, fan? Red, you're, you're, you're Red, you better be. Your name Red. You a Red Sox fan, Red? Yeah, he's a, he's a huge wow. Red Sox fan. Hey, hey, where do you live? Where are you from, Red? <laughs> Jersey. You from Jersey and you're a Boston fan? I don't like the Yankees. Well, we don't like you either. All right, what else we got, Yeezy? Man, all right. Well, I just want to reiterate this to stop using these fake vaccine cards for anybody out there that's thinking about it. It is a crime. They're talking about how many people are traveling and they're trying to go places where vaccinations are mandatory and you can get arrested. It's a real crime. And yeah, you can go to jail for it. Yeah. So I just want to reiterate that. And Evander Kane from the San Jose Sharks, NHL, play, NHL player, has been suspended for 21 games. He had a fake vaccination card. He said he would like to apologize to his teammates. Uh, to the San Jose Sharks organization and all Sharks fans for violating the NHL COVID protocols. He said, I made a mistake, one I sincerely regret and take responsibility for during my suspension. I will continue to participate in counseling to help me make better decisions in the future. When my suspension is over, I plan to return to the ice with great effort, determination, and love for the game of hockey. Well, question, how can they determine that uh, the cards are fake? I was going to say They said it's very easy. They can look at it. I mean, you because hold, there is no stamp on it. No, there's no yeah. stamp on it. There's no nothing on it to say that it's look like my card. I'm looking at my card now. There's nothing on it that would say that that's outside that a, a Brooklyn scammer can't do over. Clearly, it's something though. And, yeah. and you know what? Maybe it's better that they don't tell people. So that's how they keep catching folk. That is true. Well, just remember, it's a crime. So some of them remember that one woman. She tried to uh, go to Hawaii. She tried to go to Hawaii, and she had Moderna misspelled on her card. Uh, and that was an issue. <laughs> and so it's just different things. It could be misspellings. It could be places that don't exist. Uh, so just make sure that you don't do that if you're tempted. Either don't go where you can't go or get get vaccinated, one or the other. But you cannot just... And other people have been borrowing cards from other people. So maybe it's someone else's name. Mm. And then you don't have the proper ID. Mm. So mm. that's don't another thing that upload, people are doing. If you go out of the country, you got to upload your, your card to a portal or something, don't you? Yeah, you got to put it on the app. I use the Clear app, but yeah. Yeah, but people to go to restaurants, you know, people try to go to restaurants. Well, using they ain't going to you for card. going to the restaurant now. They could. You can't have a fake vaccination card. All right, now let's talk about a man who was arrested for allegedly sexually assaulting a woman on a train in Philadelphia, in the SEPTA train. So... There were people on the train who witnessed it happening, and nobody called the cops. It was actually a SEPTA employee who boarded the train and saw the assault in progress, and he immediately called 911. And this whole thing could have been prevented if people weren't on there holding up their phones and filming it, and somebody had called the cops. Now, according to what happened, they said... uh, And now, the guy who was arrested, Fitzin Nagoy, 35 years old, his last... Uh, address was at a homeless shelter. He insisted that the encounter with the woman was consensual, but that version of events is false. There's actually footage where you can see that the woman was telling him to get off her, to get away, Mm-mm-mm. and pushing him off. And it was going on for nearly 45 minutes that he was trying to touch and grope her before he ended up raping her. And so um, 
You know, according to the woman, she said she had a few beers after work. She got on the wrong train and she didn't remember much. But she does. She did push him off and she didn't really remember anything. So she's struggling. You can see in the footage to get him off of her before being pulled away by SEPTA before he's pulled away by SEPTA cops. So he later told the investigators that she struck a she struck up a conversation with him and he said it was a. Uh, consensual but she was saying it was not and the video footage shows that it was not consensual and it's disgusting that people were on that train witnessing this Absolutely. go on for 45 minutes with their phones up filming and nobody did anything they should be charged well it's, it's more proof that this society has become desensitized to violence and totally detached from reality due to social media like these are years and years of people pulling their phones out to record fights instead of pulling their phones out to call 911 and when you see a bunch of people who would rather record for their social media instead of intervening to help it really lets you know how so many people have become emotionless robots that are just detached from reality i thought it was a law some type of law that if the you good see samaritan somebody, law yeah the good samaritan law that if you don't help somebody you can be charged or sent to jail as well that doesn't exist in pennsylvania um i'm not sure what the law I, is there but i do know he's being held they should be locked at up. delaware county prison and one hundred and eighty thousand dollars bail he has a preliminary hearing schedule for next monday mm -mm -mm. and there are twenty eight thousand cameras on the scepter just so you know so people are saying that you will be videoed if you do anything on that system that's improper and you will be caught and for all yeah. of those people you should be ashamed of yourselves that witnessed this and just held up Word. your camera or did nothing Word. yeah but uh, where does that you could at Samaritan least call nine one one. Yeah, but we've been saying that for years in regards to everything. Like, and, and like, where does that Good Samaritan law exist? Because I haven't seen that in years. I saw all it I on Seinfeld. A, That's the only reason I even know about it. Oh, because all I see is a bunch of people pulling out their phones to record, you know, acts of violence for their social media feeds. Mm -mm -mm. That could have been somebody's mother, somebody's daughter, somebody's sister, somebody's wife, somebody's girl. That's crazy. Well, all that right. is I mean, your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Come on. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, how you doing? This is Coach Davis from Brooklyn. Good morning, man. Get it off your chest, bro. Why everybody from Brooklyn say Brooklyn so hard? Brooklyn. Because <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it's called, Brooklyn. That's how you pronounce it. I understand that. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. But listen, you know, I just listened to that um, story about the young lady in, in Philly, man, and my heart goes out to her. Mm -mm -mm. You know, I'm a, I'm a teacher in uh, East New York. You know, I try to reach out to my students every day, man, and, and, and try to shed some light and some positivity to these young scholars. And what I see now, man, that, that the idea of empathy is gone. We were going That's right. Empathy, you know, and that, 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 that the fact that somebody could just film with no regard with what this young lady was going through just shows the level of non-empathy that these that people in society did today have, you know. And in respect to with respect to that uh, uh, Good Samaritan law, the Good Samaritan law states that you cannot be charged with a crime or, or, you know, if you try to help someone and in the attempt of helping them, they get hurt or they die. That's what the Good Samaritan law is. Ah, okay. Let me ask you a question, right. brother. How, how much of a role do you think social media plays in, um, you know, people being desensitized and stuff like that? Listen, come on, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a 70s baby. I was born in 73, all right? 
this uh, social media, man, is the devil. Uh, you said that in your show, man. Social media is the devil. Real talk. Yeah, man. I want everybody to go watch that episode. Go watch that Thank episode you, of The God's Honest Truth from last Friday with uh, Tristan Harris and um, Cal Newport. And, like, you'll see how <laughs> social media literally caters to your seven deadly sins. It was like every social media app caters to one or more of the seven deadly sins. Hello, who's this? It's Anisha from Atlanta. Hey, get it off your chest. Okay, so I'm a 911 operator. I work in Atlanta, so I see in here a lot of crazy things. Um, I was talking about the um, Speak Up Good Samaritan law you guys mentioned. Yes, ma'am. I don't think that it really exists. Like, really? when I'm in Atlanta and I have my uniform on, my job is to act. And anything I see, I have to report it. Okay. One instance mm. that I um, have heard of on the news was the pregnant female, the um, Caucasian guy that was trying to assault her or being aggressive towards her, and the black male that pulled out the gun and was saying, hey, she's pregnant, watch it. He ended up getting in trouble for that. Right. I remember that. Mm. So all of that stuff, all that Good Samaritan law and citizens arrest stuff is BS? Well, yeah, I don't believe that. Mm. Yeah, like our friend from Brooklyn just said, the Good Samaritan law is that if you're trying to help somebody and that person gets injured or you or something like that, or if you help someone, you don't have to expect, they don't have to expect compensation. Well, just and then, know, yeah, something like that. If I like see that. something, I'm going to say something. If y'all don't, if y'all don't think that, if I see we something. We know you are. Nine one one. what's your emergency? All day long. I'm just telling y'all. Yeah, but you come from a different era, too, and you're not desensitized to, 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 to random acts of violence. I'm telling you, man, these kids see violence so much. People see violence so much via social media. I don't even think they know what's real and what's not real no more. Yeah. Uh, uh. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Acacia. Hey, Acacia. Get it off your chest, mama. So, um, it's crazy. I am a fan of Black Mirror on Netflix. I don't know if y'all seen it. Of course. Um, But the story that y'all just said about the lady on the train and everybody recording, that was an episode on that show where the girl was like running for her life or whatever and everybody's just recording. And it's crazy that us as a society, we are there. And yeah, it's just, it's sad. It's really sad. It has made Um, us desensitized to everything. And I'm telling you, when you realize that social media literally preys on, you know, the seven deadly sins, you you will understand life. Totally. You'll understand where we're at. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, no, I just, I didn't know if I was the only one that saw Black Mirror. But yeah, it's crazy to Mm -mm -mm. see. My mom always told me if they they have it in a movie or a TV show um, and portray it as fiction, it's probably already happening now or going to happen in the future. Right. So, you, you know yeah. what's crazy about Black um, Mirror? Black Mirror wasn't even too long ago. No, exactly. <laughs> I'm still waiting on the on the, the third the third season. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But that's all I wanted to say. All right, um, that, thank that's you. Big. All right, y'all have a good one. You, you too, too now, Mama. Hello, who's this? Yes, this is uh, Kawan from Savannah, Georgia. Kawan, what's uh, up, brother? Living in Atlanta now. What's up, man? Get it off your chest, brother. Yes, yes, yeah. Good morning, everybody. Um, I wanted to uh, ask Angela Yee, yo, did you see Halloween Kills yet? No, I haven't, but I want to. Okay, all right. So when you, I'm not going to spoil anything, but when you watch it, keep the racial undertones that's in this movie. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm going to watch that this weekend. Thank you. Okay, 
Okay, no problem. And uh, I wanted to send a shout-out to uh, my podcast, Critical Blue Reviews. I'm going to drop a review today, actually, today and tomorrow. No spoiler today and spoilers tomorrow. Okay. All right, brother. Yes. All right, thank I you. I love it. Right, I love this time of year because I love watching some horror movies. Do you go to um, haunted houses and things like that or no? I haven't in a, in a while, but yes, I have. I take my kids all the time. My kids love it. I hate you know it, what? Ever since I was it. young, I enjoyed it, but I remember going through it with my dad and I walked through with my head under his shirt the whole time because I was too scared to look at anything. I went to one in Virginia Beach and this is when, uh, this was maybe about six, seven years ago. Uh, no, longer than that. And they could actually touch you. And oh, I remember no they, touched, they touched my family member, <laughs> and we ran out of that thing so fast. Yeah, I can't see you doing it. Nah. They, you I, probably wet your pants. Nah, but they I don't think they could touch you anymore. But they used to be able to grab your leg, grab your arm. Nah, B. People get knocked out for that, too. And <laughs> I wouldn't even want to uh, play that role. But, yeah, that's actually a great date idea. And those how they have those, like, haunted hay rides and stuff like that. But you got to go out to, like, the country to be able to really yeah. experience it. All right. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk about Michael B. Jordan and Serena Williams. Find out what they're doing together for HBCUs. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Meg Thee Stallion's having an amazing day today. Not only is it her one-year anniversary with Partisan Fontaine that just happened, but she also has her hottie sauce dropping today and all of her, uh, she has to deal with Popeyes as well, so she's opening up some franchises. Nice. So shout out to Megan Thee Stallion, but Partisan Fontaine actually was showing some love as they celebrated their one year. She posted one year of fun with you, and then he posted a really cute video, year one forever to go. He said, I do not own the rights to this music, and here's what Party had to say. I love you because, you know, your presence is, is a gift all in itself. And so it was a series of photos and videos of them together. Super dope. cute. Dope, dope, dope. Hey, pa- hey, salute to Party and Megan. Party and love, love, man. Yeah, so is she. They yeah, both she are. Is. Pa- party, just don't forget to put no music out, okay? You can be in love and rap, love and hip-hop. Right? All right, now let's talk about the Wendy Williams show. According to reports, Wendy Williams was blindsided by producers bringing in Leah Remini to take her place uh, for the rest of this week. And so... According to a report, they said she's not thrilled that producers did not check with her before getting Leah Remini on board. They said no one asked for her approval before hiring Leah. They will say they are protecting Wendy and don't want to bother her as she recovers. But it's her name that's above the front door and she should have been consulted on this. But according to her team, they were consulted and they said she is focusing on getting better. So uh, there's a lot of different reports going on. We don't know what's true and what's not. But what we do know is that we are praying for Wendy Williams and Mm -hmm. hoping that she gets it together uh, ASAP. But we did know that. Definitely sending her healing energy. We did know that the show was going to continue on. I mean, most of those people don't care necessarily. They care more about the money. Mm-hmm. Care about keeping that 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 money train continuing on, so we knew that somebody was going to be filling in sooner or later. Well, they got right? ads. They got ads. They got yeah. ads. That you know got to be shown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they postponed it several times already, and I'm sure she doesn't want to lose her show. But I would hope that they did, you know, consult with her. Since well, they didn't. Her name on the marquee, said. you know what I mean? But it just shows that we don't own our own show. That ain't, you know, even though her name's on the marquee, somebody else owns that. But it is also true that while she's trying to recover, 
maybe this is shouldn't be something that she's even. I, I understand nah, though. I'd this be. is her life. But it's my show. I would want to know who's feeling. But what if me. she says no and I don't want this, I don't want that, and then now we can't even continue and we have. You know, you got to continue, right? Because you don't want to lose a deal. Angela and Envy, you know, we've been reporting that, you know, she's not in the best health. What if she's just not even in condition to have those conversations? Right. We don't know. That's true. All right. Now, Michael B. Jordan and Serena Williams have partnered to give HBCU students a chance to win one million dollars. So that's going to be exciting for uh, for these students. And we love to see it. So executives from Invesco, Serena Ventures, Mac Ventures, 35 Ventures, Cake Ventures, and Harlan Capital Partners will work with the winners in the forthcoming months to help develop their proposals and to support some amazing entrepreneurial talent that they say is thriving at these universities. I love it. Dropping the clues bombs for Michael B. Jordan and Serena Williams. Okay? I love seeing people invest back in the HBCUs. Love it. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about this upcoming season of Couples Retreat. This sounds like it's going to be a good one. Jess Hilarious and her boyfriend Daniel Parsons are going to be on there. The series debuted earlier this year. Originally, it featured celebrity couples like Ray J and Princess Love and DC and Yandy, Kirk and Rashida. Now they're saying the second season will feature Jess Hilarious and her boyfriend Daniel. They've been dating for about eight months, even though they've known each other for about four years. So we've seen people spotted filming for Couples Retreat. Uh, Shamari Devo and Claudia Jordan are both slated to appear on this series alongside their respective partners. So this is all exclusively reported on the Jasmine brand. Now, what exactly is this uh, couples retreat show? I've never, I've never seen it. You know, remember we reported on like the Mandisi and Yandy conversation, but it's couples and they go on this retreat and it's a, a whole bunch of different couples and I guess they work through whatever you get to witness as they go through mm-hmm. whatever's great, whatever's not great. We spoke about it before, oh, yeah, Ben. As if Jess not already busy, okay? I can't even get Jess to uh, tape for the God's honest truth when I need her to. But thank you. Oh. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> knows. All right, now Family Matters star Darius McCreary has broken his silence. There were some rumors that he's dating love and hip-hop star Sydney Star. That's yes. our girl. I seen him kiss yesterday. Well, they kiss? I thought he just had his arms around her. No, nah, I just pictured him kissing. Oh, I didn't see the kissing picture. So here's what Darius McCreary has to say. Small minds discuss other people. Great minds discuss how to change the world. So while you're busy discussing me, I'm trying to figure out how to change the world for you. Anyway, I'm sitting here with my mama. Well, y'all are discussing these rumors that aren't true. We eating. And they aren't true either. They are, <laughs> they are not true, okay? Yeah, and I think that my fiancé would really have something different to say. That's, yeah. that's the focus. That's what y'all should be yeah. focusing on, where that, where that ring is. <laughs> All right, so he does have a fiancé, and they were doing a photo shoot. So he's saying that it's not true. It is very true, though, that as soon as you take a picture with somebody, nah, people assume... No, this is more than a picture. They were kissing. I see them grabbing her ass. It wasn't just a picture. I didn't see all that. I saw he had his hand around her waist. I didn't see it, though. I just saw those pictures. Let me see. Here's the one of him grabbing her ass. Go ahead, Envy. Tell that's us not more her. Tea. That's her Keep weight. More tea, now, where are they Envy? kissing? What else you saw, girl? Saw they were kissing. I didn't see that kissing well, one. I saw that, but it was a photo shoot. And so there you have. He said, I stand with my family, and that's all that matters. Family matters. And Sydney Star is <laughs> trans, correct? Yes, she's a trans woman. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now we got front page news coming up. What are we talking about? Now, yesterday during the show, breaking news was that Colin Powell had passed away because of complications from COVID. But we do have an update about the complications and his battle with cancer as well. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. 
Angela here. Don't you wish everything was as easy as getting quality coverage from the General Insurance? The General offers the quality coverage you deserve at prices you can afford. Switch to the General and you could save over $500. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front page news. Now in Monday Night Football, the Titans take on the Bills. Now Major League Baseball, uh, the Red, uh, the Red Sox beat the Astros last night, twelve to three. And also the NBA starts today. It should be some good games. All right, the Nets take on the Bucks at seven thirty, and then after that, the Warriors take on the Lakers. All right, so I like, feel like the NBA season just finished. I feel like the Bucks just won the championship. Mm-hmm. Right back at it. What else we got, Easy? All right, well, yesterday we talked about Colin Powell passing away from complications of COVID-19. He was the first black U.S. Secretary of State. Well, what they are saying is that even though he was fully vaccinated, uh, there is a rare but serious phenomenon that has disproportionately afflicted elderly Americans. Again, he was 84 years old. But in addition to that, uh, he also was uh, battling Parkinson's as well as cancer. He had multiple myeloma blood cancer and Parkinson's so they said with that vaccine it also is really hard for that to help you with your immune system so uh, that is part of I know we discussed this yesterday because we didn't have all the details but a lot of people especially I was watching on Fox News they were talking about how he was fully vaccinated and questioning the vaccine and it, it didn't turn into a whole rest in peace to Colin Powell but rather that type of political conversation but yes he was fully vaccinated but he did have uh, breakthrough infections yeah, but he had underlying conditions, too. Mm-hmm. He had, uh, I can't pronounce it, it was called multiple my- myeloma. It's yeah, a cancer I just said of that. a type of white blood cell. Mm-hmm. And Parkinson's. You know? and, and he had surgery for prostate cancer when he was Secretary of State and Parkinson's. Yeah, he had, uh, he had a health, underlying health conditions. All right, so just wanted to make sure we give another rest in peace to Colin Powell and send our condolences to his family and his wife, who was also fully vaccinated, Alma Powell, also tested positive for COVID, but mm. only had mild symptoms, and she was sent home after treatment. But the FDA is going to allow mix-and-match approach for COVID booster shots. So, you know, those booster shots are getting yep. ready, and they are saying, I was wondering that, too, because I got Pfizer. So if you wanted to get a different booster shot, can you? But they are saying that they will allow that. Okay. All right. Now, yesterday, jury selection was underway for the trial of the three men charged with murdering Ahmad Arbery. That happened in southeastern Georgia last year. So with, uh, if this, just a refresher, because, again, this happened February 23rd of 2020. And Ahmad Arbery was jogging. His family said he loved to run. And three men have now been charged with his murder. They chased him down in pickup trucks. They're trying to say that, that though he was responsible for a series of burglaries in the residential neighborhood. Police never connected him to any of those robberies. But they're trying to say that they thought he was a thief. And then as they were trying to stop him, a fight broke out in the road. Aubrey was protecting himself, and he was shot three times with a shotgun. It was all captured on video. So Travis McMichael, Gregory McMichael, and William Roddy Bryan, all of whom are white, are accused of killing Arbery, who was black. All right, and they are now facing charges including felony murder and um, hate crimes. The trial is uh, set to begin in February. And that is your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, oh, and one more thing I want to say. Mm-hmm. I know the holidays are coming up. Amazon is going to hire 150,000 seasonal workers. They're offering a $3,000 signing bonus, by the way. So anybody who job. might need to work seasonally, 
you know, that's available for you right now. They announced yesterday they're planning to hire those 150,000 temporary and seasonal workers for the holidays. Hey, question. Do they still have temp services? I used to be registered with a temp service. Yeah, yeah they still have temp services. Temp Absolutely. That's yeah, never that. going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All that's right. a good temp job for the holidays. Absolutely. Amazon. All right. Now, when we come back, the Queens will be joining us. They have a new show called Queens. We have Eve, Brandy, Notori Norton, and Nadine Velasquez. We're going to talk to them when we come back, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests joining us today. Yes, indeed. We have the ladies of Queens. Wow. Not the borough. Okay. (laughs) And this is about to be my new favorite show. I could already tell just from seeing the music video y'all put out, the energy. It looks like y'all had an amazing time filming, too, behind the scenes. We had a great time. We Mm -hmm. did. That video, it was was hot as hell, but it was perfect. (laughs) It was perfect. Yeah. We had a good time. Very Very well. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yes. How's it been so far? It's been great. I mean, these ladies were some of the first people I actually told. Yeah. <laughs> like literally, literally. Yeah. Like so, it's been great, and we've been filming through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, it's no been craving amazing. so far. Nothing that you hot wanted. sauce. All I want is mm. hot sauce. Just hot sauce. <laughs> Which I'm not can't have because then it gave me heartburn, but it tastes so good. So <laughs> I don't care. And she loves snacks. Yeah, she loves no, snacks. No, we didn't. <laughs> yeah. So you'll see as things go on. Things, things get shot differently. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. Things get shot a lot she, differently. I crave everything Eve craves. And I'm it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I it's like, snack time. It's snack time. Whatever she's having, yes. we'll yeah. have yeah. too. Yes. But it's so good. How did you channel the nasty bitches inside of you? Oh my God. I just said it's the name of the group. That's the name of the group. Yeah, but you know what? It's funny. I feel like for me, Brandy and Tori, it might been it might have been slightly Easy, Easier. just because we come from performing background. Mm-hmm. But for Nadine, who yeah. murders it, by the way, I Nadine has you. never performed rap, oh, sang, Evie. like, at all. And she murders it. So, I don't know. For us, I feel like it was, right? I don't <laughs> know. For me, I felt like it was an easy transition only because I've played a rapper before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Playing Little Kim kind of helped set me up. But I also wasn't channeling just that. I was trying to think, how can I separate myself from Tasha? Yeah. You know, from what people saw me in power, saw me as Little Kim. So for me, I was excited to bring Jill, my character is Jill, hip hop in a different way. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. want her to seem what everyone expected. So mm-hmm. I, I think we just had fun with it. But it yeah. was more natural, I would say. It was natural. Yeah. What I think, do? what did Nadine do? Yeah, then? Nadine. Yeah, what did Nadine do? Tell me. You killed it. Uh, Nadine is dedicated. Yes. I'm just, you know, I'm a, I'm an actress, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like uh, music has been in my in right. my soul. It's mm-hmm. in my it's something that I haven't tapped into until now. Um, something that I would come in and out of my life, but I never felt confident enough to put myself in that position. So you never rapped before at 16. You I never rapped rap before. Group, nothing. nothing. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even listen to rap actually. Really? Yeah. No, I didn't grow up with that. I grew up very Christian Pentecostal. So there was a big That's chunk of my life that, like, I, that I didn't have. Mm-hmm. But also being with them and just them creating a place where it's like it was okay to explore mm-hmm. and experiment and be guided. That kind of safety just relaxed me enough to just experiment. Because I'm sure there were probably other artists that was going out for the role. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Who'd you beat out, Nadine? Who'd you beat out? 
Right, who would you beat out, Nadine? <laughs> Some people. I, like, I can imagine people who like do this. Like people we know, actually. Like, yeah. Probably. Yes. I know. Yeah. I know my acting game. Like, okay. I can tell okay. people. Right? <laughs> 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 but when it, like, I know that I have that. Like, if mm-hmm. you can put me in a room with anybody, I'm gonna act my my ass off, and I'm gonna feel confident. But the music part was like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. okay, so, but in PK, do you have like a favorite Better rapper PK. now? From having done this and having to study it? Well, um, I mean, I, I enjoy Cardi B. I love how free she is, Cardi right? B. Like in her body and just like her in her being. Mm-hmm. And then the essence, yeah. during the pilot, because because a lot of my character has similarities to J-Lo, there's a lot of jokes like, she calls me fake J-Lo, her character, you know? There's a few jokes about J-Lo and me thinking I'm J-Lo. So I also watched her because, right, she was coming up in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And so I was, like, watching her style. And But Lisa Left Eye was another one that mm-hmm. I was... You know, watching mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, rest in peace. I was watching, I was watching Lil Kim too. Yeah, I was watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Now I seen Brandy in Atlanta when I was getting my COVID test out in the parking lot. Okay. Shout out to BT. Shout out to BT. I said, Brandy, you coming? She was like, Envy, I don't know. I said, Brandy, we evolved. We're not the same. She was like, I love y'all, Envy, but I don't know. But I'm glad you came. Me too. I'm glad you came. I could love you up here. I could not leave the queens up here. No, no, no. So, what is the show about exactly? I mean, I think we all have different ways to explain it but I would say Queens is about four women that used to be in a girl group back in the day somebody actually lived that experience Uh (laughs) (laughs) so I relate to this Mm storyline but it's interesting these women have lost their sense of self they've Mm -hmm. lost their confidence their swag their sexiness because they're older it's like 20 years later Mm -hmm. and they have this chance to become a group again because Mm -hmm. a young artist basically flips their song and takes it and does a remix Mm -hmm. and it gives them a second chance and I think a lot of people not just women can connect to the Queen story because it's really about second chances when you you really have had a dream and you didn't really get a chance to go hard hard uh, and we broke up kind of a tumultuous breakup which I've also lived (laughs) it's definitely a story about redemption who caused the breakup Hmm. Mm-hmm. But a pecan. Like it was both of y'all. Yeah, true. That's Naomi, true. Brandy's character. Well, I was, yeah. my character was not having it. Yeah. She don't right. Of the things without, without getting into all the details, but a lot of the things that she did, I wasn't. I wasn't for at all. Yeah. Well, she and was shady as. She was shady. She's a hu- she's a hustler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ghetto. <laughs> she hustled her yeah. way into the group. Yeah, yeah. 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 She, she started. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We So all of y'all have different interpretations of what the show is about. No, I think okay. we all agree with that. I think we all agree uh, with that. I definitely okay. agree with definitely the starting over. I think with, especially with my character, she is a mother of five. She like, but she loves her life now. It's mm-hmm. just she definitely lost that part of herself, and that's another thing that I'm sure a lot of people can relate to. A lot of women, especially like. Yo, I'm gonna make sure the family's good. I'm gonna make sure my man's good, and then you kind of forget yourself. who you are. Once the kids are grown, once your relationship has gone as long as it's gone, who are you then? What are you left with? So, yeah, man, it's. I'm telling you honestly, this show is a roller coaster ride. Yes. Uh, the music is amazing. The emotion, like shout out to Swiss Beats. Shout out to Swiss yeah. Beats, like. Wow, who Ooh, said that? We, we got love. As it relates to the stories in the show, yeah. the music corresponds to the show. There's a soundtrack. There is a soundtrack. We do have songs. We do have songs. Together, all together? All together, all yeah, together as the group, but we won't say album. Right. Soundtrack. Soundtrack, soundtrack. on Def Jam. 
Yeah, we thing. do. I know, but I start getting stressed out about who oh, I need yeah, to call. Yeah. We don't want to say. I remember no, when we, you guys were doing the pilot, right? Yeah. So what was the oh, process yeah. from doing the pilot and then it getting picked up? Because it wasn't a definite at first. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like it right. happened You know what's quick. crazy? I honestly, during the pilot, I think we all knew it was going to be. Yeah, we, we, we were we like, knew. this is special we yeah. knew like our chemistry yeah. again we kept saying one season of the show you heard get all the christian up in shout out to our writer though yes. to, to angela's question though yeah zahir mcgee wrote the show yeah. and uh serena win and abc yeah. we knew that they believed in it so and much then watching like when i watched the pilot i think they sent us a link mm-hmm. i was like this is about to be huge wow, and I, yeah. i've experienced being on a show that has failed being on a show that succeeded this felt like for me just like the next chapter that i couldn't wait for mm-hmm. you know the fans to see so I'm yeah. it's very different it's very special like yeah. and i love the fact obviously coming from hip-hop as well we all we come from that like, era mm-hmm. but to have a story from a female point of view with hip-hop and not right. just like a male yeah. point of view like I feel like <laughs> that's happened so much like it's just it's really nice and to see sisterhood yes. for real like we women don't compete with each color. other women of color like yes. it's it's a big deal alright we have more with the queens when we come back Eve Brandy Notori and Nadine Velasquez it's the Breakfast Club good morning Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Eve, Brandy, Notori Norton, and Nadine Velasquez. Now, for you two solo artists, Eve and Brandy, what, looking back at it, would you prefer to be in a group now, seeing no. how a group? <laughs> I love That's these ladies. Yes, I, was gonna say I wouldn't even want to be. I, listen, I ain't gonna lie. I love these ladies, and this was an amazing experience, and I'm thankful for this experience, but I would never want to be in a group ever. What about you, Brandy? I would never want to be. Well, I don't, I don't mind the group. I love sharing the light, sparkling brighter. Like, I would love to be in a group like this. Like, these women are amazing. I'm inspired by them. They keep me on my toes. If it was a group like this, then yes. But if it ain't, then no. Right. I'm happy with the TV group. Yes. <laughs> I'm so happy with the TV group. Flashbacks. I was like, wait, what's one of your lines of the show? Play a play. No, I, I've been in a group, but I actually wish if I could do it again, it was like this. Mm-hmm. In all honesty, this is the way a group should feel. It should. It's imperfect. We do have like our moments. But we're we also 20 years older. I was about to say, yes, that's, we're much it's, more mature, that's mature and we ain't that's got nothing to compete about. We right. all in our own lanes that's and we're we're comfortable enough in our own skin to support each other. Right. right. And that's a big that deal. That is a yes. big deal. You ain't like, getting that when you young. You have to be. Though, when I watch, like when I'm in the scene, I'm like, yo, this really happened to me. Yeah. That Cribs episode. The Cribs, yeah. I lived it. I was doing a fake Cribs on, I mean, I'm telling everybody now on The Breakfast Club. MTV did the cribs and you know like back when 3LW was hot we had to pretend but I didn't have a car I didn't have a house I didn't have any of those things but we was so you didn't have a crib <laughs> to do MTV cribs. We did MTV cribs. So you didn't have a crib to do the crib. We ended up doing an episode very similar to that without That's giving too funny. much away where you see how fake we have to project wow. this image mm-hmm. and I literally did that and had to clean clean the house by 7 o'clock to give it back to the owner. Oh, y'all wow. had to clean the house too? And get out they of Y'all, y'all had to clean the house. The maids too. Wow. We, had to get a clean, we had to clean up all of our stuff, get a cleaning person. Not okay. like, okay. I was like, I thought y'all were oh, like, okay. scouring. <laughs> <child. laughs> <laughs> 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 Too much. God, <laughs> in this group. Things were bad. <laughs> well, 
Randy and Eve, what else yeah. did this show bring back to the service for y'all? The Tori just gave us something. What did it bring yeah. back to the service for y'all? I mean, for me, honestly, the first week, week and a half, it was actually hard for me to find Brianna and P-Sex because it's so many parallels to my actual life. Yes. Wow. So it kind of freaked me out. Like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, I'm married with four kids and another baby on the way, a baby on the way. So I'm like five kids. Like, wow. I come from hip hop. So it took me a minute to find her voice. But once I did, for me, I, it actually... Professor Sex actually freed me up a little bit. Like mm. our first performance, like our BET performance, I would never wear a. She's so suit sexy in this thing. Oh my thing. god! As me, I'm never doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as <laughs> Professor Sex, I I loved it so much, and it was and you actually nice. Thank you, Grazie La Squad. I'm about to say y'all all <laughs> looked amazing though in that video. All of you, I was like, everybody looks incredible. Thank you. That's why I was like, I could see this happening because I see the premise is from. The teaser that we saw, you guys are getting together to do like an award show. Yes, mm-hmm. and so that, BT Awards. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's our first performance. Y'all should have performed at this year's BT. That's what I would have. That would have been sick. Might be next year. Yeah. We gotta that plant the seed, sick. and then yeah. you know they yeah. might ask for us. I mean, the yeah. songs are so dope. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if people did ask us to do it. Like the mm-hmm. songs and the performances are all so big. Like, yeah. What about you, Brandy? What did it bring back up for you? Well, uh, my life is so parallel to to Naomi Explicit Lyrics life. Like, I don't know if anybody knows, but I like dibbled and dabbled in rap you know back in the day mm-hmm. and nobody wanted to hear me rap because people were so used to me singing it's all good mm. but but God had another plan to you know bring about queens and I just completely related not just to my character but to all the women and mm-hmm. you know Made we get a chance to tell yeah. like complex stories and I'm a single mom mm-hmm. you know so there have been times where I've had to you know try to balance uh, providing for my daughter and then also spending the quality time with her mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. what my character mm-hmm. Naomi deals with just trying to prioritize and balance her relationship with her daughter and you know this newfound success with, with, the, with the women so and how uh, is that with, you, with your daughter because you're, mm-hmm. you're a great mom the way thank you, you, you raise your mom yeah. how strong your daughter is thank you now how is that with, especially with social media people attacking you and yeah. your daughter so how do you deal with that as a mom well I mean it, it's difficult because you know I don't want her to run across anything to you know to mess up her mind or mm-hmm. anything like that but my daughter is very strong mm-hmm. I feel like I've it takes a village but I, I definitely feel like I raised her to follow her gut mm-hmm. and you know not read all the comments you know mm-hmm. that she's beautiful with or without people's validation mm-hmm. and I think that she's she really gets that now she's really she's 19 so she definitely has more to go and you know more growing to do and more confidence to build but I, heard, you know, I see her singing your songs over yeah, yeah. 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 She yeah. She thank you very much and you went viral for your raps too and yes. people was like they listen, love it I love the way Brandy yes. 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 okay yes. <laughs> the way you talk to Cameron and, and JD, because I think you could be a rapper. Like, yes. The way you talk to them, I'm like, <laughs> Brandy was a rapper in her past. <laughs> well, Evie, well, Evie was telling me, yo, you you sound like Nas. You need to go more into your Nas sound. Yeah. And so from she there, it. she <laughs> was, I, you know, getting the stamp from Faith. It's no, like, okay. Whatever. You didn't need no damn stamp. Y'all I needed it from you. Did. You my time five. I had need <laughs> <laughs> I need it. Okay? Because without Eve, we none of us would be rapping in this. Nah, she stamps it. Yeah. Brandy, Tori, what's going feel? on with the solo oh, album now? 
too, because I know you've been working on yes. that. Oh, well, so well, yes. yes. um, do And yeah. they always inspire me. I actually played, like, some of my songs in uh, the trailer for, like, Brandy Eve. And yeah, we lost it. And they're like, yes. girl, put it out. Yeah. Please, now. Uh, I feel like now that, obviously, Queens has taken a lot of my time. I've turned into a rapper again. Mm -hmm. But I still definitely am singing. I'm going to be, we're working with Troy Taylor, mm -hmm. actually, who's vocally coaching us mm -hmm. as well. So I'm back in the studio. But I just want to make sure I give this the focus and attention. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully by the time this blows up, I'll be able to drop some some new music. Well, she sings, she sings a song in the, in the show. Sorry. Well, she does sing a song yeah. in the show. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't do, tell you. Uh, That's like details, a surprise. But yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Look out for, no, it's, it's sorry, cool. Girl, we, I we had drop to it. We drop it. Now, what made your old take a part? Now, Notori, you just left power. So what made you say, you know what, I want to be a part of Queens? What was it, like intriguing it, to you? The script. Honestly, this script... I never forget when my agent called me and was like, they, you know, would like you for the show. And it's the first time I have not had to audition, which is really a okay. big deal really? for a black actress in Hollywood. Let me tell you how hard it is okay. to get a straight offer to be on network TV. They don't do that. After power. Okay, that was because of the successful power. Though. Because of, yes, or, I, no. I, I presume, I hope. Um, but I, I was just so excited because I read the script and I was like, oh my gosh. It's a black man who's writing it. We have a great uh, team behind us. Tim Story, who's directed tons of stuff. You yes. know, Tim Story is like legendary. Um, Sabrina Wynn from ABC Signature. We have mm -hmm. so many dope people that I said yes because it's different from my character. Mm -hmm. I did not want people to typecast me into being the wife of a drug dealer for the rest of my okay. career. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll be the drug dealer next time. Widow of a drug dealer. Right? The widow of a drug dealer because they done killed my baby. Shout out to Omari Harvick. I still love you, boo. YouTube said he coming back, though, but that's another story. They always oh. want the ghost to come back, but hey. <laughs> anyway. Well, child, we got an attorney. Yeah, okay. I just said yes because I believed in it. And I knew that when I heard Eve and then they said, Brandy, because we talked mm -hmm. where we both got our offers and I was like, oh. And then meeting Nadine, mm -hmm. I just knew it would be special. So I was excited to start something new. Now what about mm -hmm. you, Eve? Um, for me, I gotta be honest. When I first heard the premise, I was like, "This could go real bad. Like, mm -hmm. this could be real bad. It could be corny. It, it could be corny. corny. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. lie, real life." Yeah. But then I spoke oh, to no. Zaire. I spoke to Zaire <laughs> McGee and Sabrina when we did a Zoom, and the way Zaire explained to me what it was and mm -hmm. what he wanted and the authenticity of what he wanted, I was like, "Okay, cool." Read the script and fell in love. Yeah. And I was like, "Actually, this is gonna be." really special because mm -hmm. it, for me it wasn't just about the music it was about what are the women who mm -hmm. are the women mm -hmm. and how deep their can we get with them their relationship but yeah. also in their lives like if we're going 20 years later like it can't be us just really trying to do claw music. back and mm -hmm. just do right. music it mm -hmm. needs to be about who we are as women mm -hmm. yes. um, and it's the scripts are amazing so yeah and Brandy yeah same, you know, I met with Zahir McGee and I met with Sabrina and we just we just hit it off. And when I got the script, I was like, oh, my God, it's sometimes it's hard for me to just read scripts all the way through. Sometimes I skip over to the part mm -hmm. that I'm supposed to play. Let me just read my little lines. But um, <laughs> when I, it was a page turner and I felt so many emotions like I cried. I laughed everything. Mm -hmm. I could relate to every character. And then, of course, music being my first love. I'm like, oh, my God, I get to sing and rap. Oh God, this is amazing. So and. Then to then for it to be about women empowerment and you know friendships coming back together through music, it's just it was just unbelievable and it's so parallel to my life. Like to get you know the second chance to you know be all that you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. I just think that that was such a great message and I'm here. All right, we got more with the queens, Eve, Notori, Brandy, and Nadine. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with the queens. We have Notori. Eve, Brandy, and Nadine Velasquez. Now, ye? 
Now, yeah. I can imagine there's a lot of guest appearances on a show like this. So, mm-hmm. you already saw Cameron people? on. Yes. Yeah. 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 Fabio. Well, Fabio. 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 Yeah. And then just some more yeah, coming up. They're yeah. actually I coming up. I think you Nicki Minaj. What was it? Yeah, Nicki Minaj, actually. Shout out to Nicki. Yeah. She saw, you know, my rhyme on there, and then she commented so that's I was dope. oh that's amazing yeah. that's, that's dope. dope coming from Nicki Minaj yeah. I mean, hell she, yeah she's like I mean, really amazing when the show premieres I think that's Tuesday, what I think that's yeah. what people are waiting for too they're because, waiting to see what it's gonna be yeah. yeah because ultimately I think a lot of people especially being an artist if you because I, I even said this I was like if I had gotten the call if I wasn't in the cast but I got the call to be like can you come on the show to be yourself I probably would say no because I would want to come on to be an actor. An actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think when people see the show, they'll understand the premise that, oh, okay, I get it. Because mm-hmm. we're, you know, meshing everything together yeah. and it's going to be okay. But, mm-hmm. right. yeah. Brandy, yeah. did you see a couple weeks ago that they just found out you and Ray J are brothers? Oh, my God. Yeah, that's so crazy. Oh, my God. That was so, that was so <laughs> interesting because, <laughs> you know, people know. didn't put two and two together. Mm-hmm. I guess because of the generation, mm-hmm. you know, it's just different. Like, we, we came out at, what? In the, 90s, in the 90s, you know, right. so a lot of the new generation didn't know that we were so you know, brother and sister. Like, and then, you know, Ray went off on his own, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. his own path. And, you know, I stayed on mine. So, you know, sometimes it could be like, well, are they brother and sister? Or are they not? So how's uh, Ray doing? How's he doing? Ray's good. He's he's, good he's out of the hospital. You yeah. know, the whole pneumonia thing is, is clear. So I'm, I'm just happy for him. Yeah. I think that was God's way of saying you need to slow down. Sit your ass down. Yeah, yeah. He's, y'all, you, that's your friend, Charlamagne. You know, <laughs> I, know. Know. You know know friend. <laughs> I thought he slowed down, he though. Slow down. He, he, he slow did. Down but then, you know, with his tech, you know, really yeah, taking yeah, off, yeah, yeah. he's like really trying to, you know, keep it. He's a He is. He is. But now he has help, so he doesn't have to do too much of the everyday, yeah. you know, the day-to-day right, so, stuff. So, yeah. now, now, Eve, is this show one of the reasons you left to talk? No, no, okay. it's not. I the COVID was the main reason, and being home, mm-hmm. like being home with my man, and realizing we actually really like each other still, mm-hmm. and, and <laughs> still. also still, still, but also not getting being on a plane. Like when I was doing the talk, I was on there for three and a half years. I was traveling back and forth every two weeks mm-hmm. from LA. That's to lot. London. Oh wow! Like Ooh, oh, he was doing it. So by the time I sat down, I was like, "Damn, I was a I was a zombie for real." So mm. yeah. And then this just happened to come up because I talked to Zaire before I even left the talk about this show. Oh, wow. So it just all happened at the, like the right time. You know, I know you've been open about your fertility. Yeah. So you think that being able to have time at home actually helped you? It helped me a ton, but it also helped me really because real life you know people say it takes a village to raise kids it takes mm. a village sometimes to help you get pregnant mm. because my <laughs> yeah. doctor shout out to Dr. Ali Abadi I had 14 fibroids that I didn't mm. even know about so mm-hmm. I had to get a myomectomy which is a procedure to get the fibroids out but she was the only doctor who went that deep like mm. got me an MRI like made, she was like you could try and try and try you're never gonna get pregnant until mm. you get rid of these things but no other doctor told me this she helped me get mm-hmm. pregnant. But That's I think a large percentage home. of black women have yes. fibroids yes. and people don't talk about People that. do not talk about this. Endometriosis, fibroids, like, please. And also, pay, periods are not supposed to be painful. As women, we've been told that for years and years and years mm-hmm. and years. Mm-hmm. And I never knew that. Mm-hmm. So I love this woman so much because this is what helped me. But staying home also made me really get into, like, all right, I need to get in my uterine health. Like, as women, that's just something we should do. Mm-hmm. So I'm very thankful. What's the baby doing? Very do? thankful. 
February. February. February 14. February 14. What does uterine health look like? Uterine health looks like going to the right doctors that listen to your concerns. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we get told, oh, well, that's how it's supposed to be. No, if there's something wrong, there's something wrong. And guess what? If I need an MRI, give me an MRI. Mm -hmm. I don't care how young you think I am. Mm -hmm. Like, something is wrong. And as women, most people, we are our own our, our own advocates anyway. Mm-hmm. Most of us know instinctually, especially women, something's going on. And so if you feel that, please do it. Because if I didn't go to this woman, I wouldn't be here where I am now. Mm-hmm. And that's 100%. That's wow. a big you know why I like hearing you say that? Because yeah. like a lot of times people think... Um, that only happens to people who don't have the means. No, no, you know yeah. I mean? no. I'm the medical t- system is let, flawed. Can I period. tell you, it happened to the doctor who did me. She's like the head at, at Cedar sinai She had breast cancer, and they told her she didn't. This is a mm. woman who's the wow. head. Like, it happens to everyone. Mm. You mm. have to be at your own level. advocate at every level. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Love that. So, wow. Yeah. We do. Yeah. yeah. Did, did we, you we see really uh, versus the other day? Karis one? I didn't know. Oh, I missed it. I missed it. I missed it. You, you would have loved it. I'm going to look back at it. You talk about MCing at its highest point. Wow. Like, Legend. Legend. Yeah, I need to look at that. Did you love yeah. yours when you, you and Trina did? Yeah, well, what's crazy is I had, that's when I just found out I was pregnant. Really? Uh, I literally newly was pregnant <laughs> and I was stressed the f- out because my <laughs> stylist didn't bring me no clothes. Damn it. Wow. So tried to charge that you. whole day, I had a meltdown right Sorry. before we went on. So I loved it because it was Trina and thank God and it was Swiss and he took care of me and mm-hmm. Swiss knew, mm-hmm. which is why I didn't fly to Miami. I was supposed to fly to Miami and at the last minute I didn't. I had to tell Swiss and he was like, all good since we got you. Of course, my brother. I love him so much. Thank God it was Trina because I love me some Trina yeah. so much. I was I sad I couldn't <laughs> hug her. Like, I you love her so much. And everybody was wondering why I wasn't even there. Now we know. Now we yes, know. Yeah, that yeah. is the oh reason. See, I'm all in the comments like. Makes sense. Yeah. And people be coming up with other All times. They, like, they don't like each other. We each other. They want to be in the same room. That's all. Only person I knew at that time was my management, my husband, and Swiss. Literally. I always knew you loved Trina, though. I, oh, no. I mean, about that she was pregnant. Oh, the baby. No, Trina's my people, people. Like, I love Trina to death. So y'all got a history? Like. Oh my God! Yes, that's my people, people, people. Mm-hmm. Like for real. Like in the beginning of my bi- in the business when I started, me, Trina, and Missy would hang out all the time because I, I lived in New York, so I would just go to Miami. Mm-hmm. And they always tr- Missy was like our big sister. Like she mm-hmm. held us down. I love Missy. And yeah, so that's my people, people. And Trina treated me so good. I recorded my second album there. And while I was there, it was like the city was open. Mm-hmm. She just made sure everything was right. And ever since then, we've been great. That's why I felt like a celebration with y'all. Yeah, versus. and that's what we wanted. Like that's at what all. we wanted. I mean, she it. killed it, though. She murdered it, though. Yeah, like, I was really sad it. that I wasn't there to shake my ass, like, a little bit. But I was also <laughs> no. too paranoid. It's like, you shake your ass while you're pregnant. I'm all in the comments like, can I come like this? I'm all in the comments like, I can't believe I'm about to be in a hip-hop legendary group with this shit. Like, this is crazy, so. It's Real. Well, we'll How did the, um, we'll, we'll see when the baby comes. I know what's going to happen. Yeah. How did the passing of uh, Mr. Earl Simmons impact you? Oh my God, mm. we were finishing the pilot actually yeah. Yeah. when wow. that happened, and for all of us, it was crazy. For mm-hmm. me, it was I knew a lot, a little more than most people because of Swiss. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to say, like honestly, after that happened, I was like. I really felt like he for real was at peace mm-hmm. for real like for real at peace like thank you anybody that ever met X ever knew him knew that he is just 
he was the purest man mm-hmm. like his energy was the purest he was crazy but that was, it was pure energy he was one of the most special people i have ever met ever um and he was unfortunately troubled and i do feel like he was at peace mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. hard and horrible and but in a weird way i'm of course sad for his family i'm sad for his beautiful kids i'm sad for all of his family and all that and all of the people that knew him but I'm actually I'm happy for his spirit and his soul mm-hmm. you said that that day yeah, yeah you did the day it happened we were yeah. all on set together and she literally yeah. said that I remember like, he's at peace he's at peace may he rest yeah. Well, Queens comes on tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. Definitely Ooh, check it out. Yes! Why, why should people watch? The reason why people should watch this show is because you will get so much talent in front of you. I mean, from rapping to singing, the music, the relationships, the chemistry that the mm-hmm. four of us have. But it's also like you don't get to see four women of color leading a show on network, network television, television. and not be compromising the work. Yeah. Right. We're not doing like just... Not saying other people are doing. I'm, I just feel like we're doing something to a, a level that doesn't say, "Oh, it's just a black show." We're mm-hmm. doing something premium level on a network that really cares about storytelling for women. Well, I'll definitely be watching, but yes, you already know that. And um, we got to shout out uh, Brandy's new single too. Yes, right? yes. 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 very talented. So much going on. Somebody's son. Yeah, Tua Savage. Just she's a beautiful African goddess, and just to bridge. You know both genres from here to Africa. It's amazing. It's called Somebody's Son. Well, well, let's hear it. Let's introduce it. Why not? This This is Somebody's Son. He was Savage (laughs) featuring Brandy. All right. On the Breakfast Club. Nadine, Brandy, thank you for joining (laughs) us. Thank you so much for having us. The Breakfast Club. This was lovely. Okay, Brandy. That was uh, new music from Brandy. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Also, make sure, make sure out you shout show. out Tia Savage on that song, Oh, Tia Savage as well. Mm-hmm. And definitely uh, check out their show tonight at 10 o'clock, all right? That's uh, ABC, Queens. Right? Queens, yes. All right. ABC. ABC. All right, well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk call Anthony Towns. Spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Carl Anthony Towns was on uh, Taraji P. Henson's Peace of Mind with Taraji. Mm-hmm. And he talked about the mental health complications and implications of suffering numerous losses and how he's been coping with that. One thing he talked about is having survivor's guilt because he does have eight relatives who he lost to COVID. I feel bad because, you know, I wish when I went through my COVID thing, and even as bad as it got, and it got pretty close to having the same amount of COVID like my mom had, <sighs> I did. But I felt really bad because I was like, I wish that other families who weren't making max money in the NBA could get the same treatment and, yes. and share more memories with each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't want anyone to feel the way I felt. So I, I felt a lot of survivors go because I was just like, I wish, I wish they had the resources I had. And Carl Anthony Towns, of course, is an NBA player. He's from uh, Jersey. Edison, New Jersey, I believe. Yeah, he plays for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. And by the way, um, he also talked about... He's Dominican, too. Dominican, 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 Dominican. And, you know, he, his mother passed away from COVID. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was really mm-hmm. difficult for him. And he's also dating Jordan Woods. Mm-hmm. All right, he also talked about not going to therapy and how after losing his mom, he did manage to get himself in a relationship with Jordan and how much that helped him. 
I have not gotten therapy. I'm a big advocate for it. I just didn't have time to drop everything off my shoulders. But did you ever grieve? How are you doing? Nobody I just got a lot to deal with. You know, like I yeah. don't have the time. I look at it as like the most valuable thing I have. I'd rather waste a lot of money than waste my time. And I didn't want to go to therapy and not be ready yeah. to talk. Because then I'm just sitting there. But a woman that meant so much to me in my life left my life to be replaced by another woman to take that spot. Aww. Well, you know, salute to that brother, man. You know, I sent him healing energy, and he's got to find some healing somewhere. You know, you got to give yourself time to grieve because if you don't deal with your trauma, your trauma is eventually going to deal with you, and you cannot run from yourself. You know, like staying busy, being, you know, staying busy is actually a trauma response because you're trying to stay busy because, you know, once you sit still, everything's going to hit you all at once. So, so eventually you got to deal with that. Mm -hmm. But he did say that Jordan actually helped him a lot. He leaned on her. She's one of those, the only people who would actually know how he was feeling. She was super close with her father, Just and her father also passed away four years ago, and he said that she's really helped him uh, learn a lot more about being a man in the world. He learned that the male ego is the most sensitive and most dangerous thing the world has to offer, and all of that. So that's good for him, at least, that he does have somebody who he can talk to and lean on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially if she went through the whole process, you know, and, you know, she actually, you know, dealt with her grief, her grief process. Like, I wonder how she went through her grief process, because then she can, you know, help him get through his. All right, Kanye West has legally changed his name. His name is Ye. No first name, no middle name, no last name. So for legal purposes, a judge has approved that name change. So there you have it. He is now Ye. A lot of people tag me on that, but my name is not Ye. My name, name is, is Ye. <laughs> you can still call me Ye. It's okay. All right. <laughs> All right. And congratulations to Trey the Truth. He got the Presidential Lifetime Achievement Award. Okay. He posted, God is key. Bless. This is huge. Coming from where we come from, we never receive things like this. In all honesty, I don't agree with much of nothing we've been going through as people in this world lately, and we still fight for us against whatever. I know I can't question God's reasons for what he has planned for me, so I will accept it and keep working. At Relief Gang, it's crazy to say I received the Presidential Lifetime Achievement Award. The event is November 12th, so you can also purchase tickets. Shout to Trader Truth. Yes. Drop on the clues bonds for Trader Truth, man. You drop one of Clues Bond for them bum-ass Red Sox unprompted, but you didn't know to drop one for Trader Truth. All right, and Jamie Foxx, he was on E! News' Daily Pop, and he said, uh, and he has a new book, by the way, Act Like You Got Some Sense, and one thing he, he talked about was his decision, his decision to not ever get married. I didn't think that was me. And then if you look at my daughters and their circumstance, growing up, Corinne was like, well, people are married and, you know, that's what they have and my friends. But then a lot of those marriages ended up not doing well as the kids got older. Unfortunately, we saw the kids get fractured from their families. Us, we actually came together more. So I don't know what that is. I just know that it is different, but I know it's a whole lot of love. You know, the pressure of me being married, they don't even talk about it. They just love their daddy. All right. Hey, as long as it worked for him, they love their daddy. He loves his family, his daughters. They have a close bond. Yep. And that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Missy. Charlamagne, who are you giving that donkey to? Oh, man, we need a young brother to come to the front of the congregation. Um, I don't want to say his name. I don't want to give his social media handle. But if you've seen the video of the brother uh, wilding out in Subway, we must discuss. It is a teachable moment in this, people. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Audible is your source for best-selling audiobooks, hot new releases, and popular podcasts. 
Plus exclusive titles you can't find anywhere else. It's all in the one app. Get your first one free when you sign up for a 30-day trial at audible.com slash breakfast club. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day asks Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed question. So like a donkey. Hee-haw. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Well, Donkey of the Day for Tuesday, October 19th goes to a man whose name I will not say, number one, because I don't know his government name. All I know is his social media handle. But if I knew his government, I probably still wouldn't say it because we have to stop giving the clout chasers amongst us attention. I don't even like saying the phrase clout chaser. Clout chaser sounds clout chaser sounds cute, okay? And sometimes that term clout chaser trivializes the horrible things humans are doing, okay? In front page news, Angela Yee told us this story of a woman being raped on a scepter train in Philadelphia while riders failed to intervene because they were too busy, you know, recording what was happening Mm -hmm. on their smartphones, all right? They didn't pull out their phones to call 911. They put out their phones to record, all right? For whatever reason, I don't know. I can only think probably to upload to their social media accounts. We live in a society now where people would rather record for their social media and write some performative caption about being outraged and protecting women instead of actually in that moment doing something that would absolutely protect said woman. All right, the story in Philly and the story I'm about to tell you is more proof that this society has become desensitized to violence and also totally detached from reality due to social media. This brother is totally detached from reality. Now yesterday, or maybe this weekend, there was a video of a brother working in Subway. Salute to Subway. Drop on the clues box for Subway, okay? I don't know about y'all, but Subway has brought me a lot of joy in my life. I know, I know, their tuna is not really tuna. It's a mixture of various concoctions, but I will not sit here and act like that foot-long tuna sandwich on wheat or white with a dab of ranch, pickles, and tomatoes isn't hitting. All right, drop on the clues box for Subway again, damn it. All right. Sidebar. Uh, just a question. If you don't agree with the COVID vaccine because you don't know what's in it, how do you rationalize eating Subway tuna? Hmm? Just asking for a vaccinated friend. But listen, this brother and I, okay, you know, and I really don't want to say a social media handle because, you know, folks don't care about good or bad attention. All they care about is numbers. As long as those numbers being ran up on whatever the video is they have posted, they feel like they lit now. What was this young man doing in the video? Well, he was playing with your food. All right. He decided to vandalize Subway. He was purposefully spilling food contents all over the floor. He was emptying, you know, the silver tubs of ingredients. You know, the silver joints they keep the tomatoes in, yep, and the yep. pickles and the black olives, the peppers. He was emptying those all over the floor. All right. He also recorded himself walking across the food before placing tubs back behind the counter to later use on customer sandwiches. He was also drinking soda out of the bottle and putting it back. And he filmed himself putting food on a toilet seat. Last week, he posted another video in which he said F Subway before throwing trays of bread on the floor and walking across them. Yeah, Offset and Cardi were absolutely correct when they said people would do anything for clout. Well, this guy wasn't after just any kind of clout. He wanted something specific. In fact, he did this because he wanted a record deal. I, I can't make this kind of stuff up. Listen to this, brother. Mm. Red. Oh, this subway shit. 
all of this subway shit, bro. At Meek Mill, man. Let them know. I'm trying to sign the Dream Chasers, bro. <laughs> Done working in Subway. I'm not with none of this clout chasing, shit, bro. All of this clout chasing shit is temporary, bro. Dead ass. I don't want to do this. Everything I'll throw everything on the floor, man. If this is what I gotta do to get on, that this is what I'm gonna do to get on, bro. This is what this is what you gotta do. It's either this or be in the streets on some dumb. Shit, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? I tried working a job, the job didn't work out for me, bro. I'ma keep doing this until I get on, bro. I'ma get on one way or another. If I if I gotta clout chase my way to the top, I'ma I'ma clout chase my way to the top. At Meek Mill, let them know, bro. Sign your money to Dream Chasers. I'ma work for it. You know what I'm saying? I don't need 20k. I'll sign for free. Just give me an opportunity. I'ma take advantage of it. If I gotta clout chase my way to the top, that's what I'ma do. Hmm. My brother, if you're trying to get a record deal, if you you know trying to sign to dream chases where's the music where, where, where the raps are the singing what about that video okay what, what about the video you posted would make meek mill want to sign you to dream chases young king i really want you to know who would employ you after seeing that video I just want you to ask yourself that question. Don't get it confused. Signing the dream chases would be a job, okay? Your dream job, clearly, but a job nonetheless. But why would anyone employ you when they see how you act at your places of employment? See, what you do with a little is exactly what you will do with a lot. I don't respect situational character, meaning that if your character changes based on your circumstances, then you're just not a real authentic person, okay? Cir circumstances shouldn't influence your character, all right, listen, you know how you, you, you judge someone's true character? You watch how they treat people who can't do anything for them. Same with this job. Dude doesn't think Subway can do anything for him, so this is why he's treating his Subway job like this. Well, guess what? He would act like this anywhere, any place, anytime. Okay, any place he goes to work, if he's not happy, disgruntled, if he feels like they aren't doing anything for him, he would act like this. So I ask again, why would anyone employ him after witnessing this and he needs to ask himself that question why would anyone employ you after witnessing that and if you're trying to get signed to dream chases what about this video would make me mill want to sign you do you remember the good old days envy and ye when artists wanted to be signed to labels they would display their talent remember those days yeah mm -hmm. good oh, old that days. seems like so long ago mm -hmm. all right this young brother is just more proof that social media brings out the absolute worst in everybody Last week on my late night talk show, The God's Honest Truth, um, I asked a simple question. The name of the episode is titled Digital Devil, but I asked a simple question. Is social media the devil? We had Tristan Harris on. He's from Netflix, The Social Dilemma, and host of your Undivided Attention podcast. He used to work at Google. I asked him, is social media the devil? When you think of people just standing on a train, pulling out their phone, to record someone, you know, getting sexually assaulted and you see this young brother tearing up Subway because he wants a record deal with Dream Chasers. That's a valid question. Let's listen to Tristan's response. This don't feel sustainable, man. That's well, not, not it, Red. It's the other one. Simple question. Is social media the devil? You're not wrong. I think that it uh, preys on the worst of human nature and vulnerabilities. In fact, people don't know this, but the founder of LinkedIn said that every successful social media app 
preys on one or more of the seven deadly sins. It's like the exon of, of the human vices, right? It pumps up our wrath, our anger, our jealousy, our voyeurism, our comparison, because those are the things that work at getting human attention. Mm, 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 mm. I thank God that I grew up in an era before social media. Uh, when you grew up in an era without it, you truly do understand what matters. And that's what I hope for all of you in this generation, not just the kids, the adults too. Sometimes you must disconnect in order to reconnect with what matters. Disconnect to reconnect with what matters. Because the way we are moving now with social media is simply not sustainable as a society. But don't listen to me. Let's go back to Tristan Harris on The God's Honest Truth and ask him. This don't feel sustainable, man. Well, it's not sustainable. In this model, when we're the product to Facebook, TikTok, et cetera, we're the tree. We're worth more as a dead slab of predictable human behavior. When you're doing this with your phone, that's the commodified like lumber of human behavior. Mm, 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 mm. <sighs> Disconnect in order to reconnect with what matters. Please give that young brother in Subway the biggest hee-haw. telling you man disconnect in order to reconnect with what matters and if you missed that episode of the god's honest truth last week uh go watch it on demand or stream it on paramount plus and remember we on every friday night at 10 p.m on comedy central okay a lot of good information in that digital devil episode that we need because we are creating an era of emotionless empathyless algorithms presenting as humans All right. Thank you, oh. Charlemagne. Envy, what are you doing? I was connected. <laughs> what you want, social media? I was on social media, my bad. All right. Thank you for that donkey today, sir. Now, when we come back, 800-585-1051, we're talking Jamie Foxx. Now, Jamie Foxx recently said this about marriage in an interview. I didn't think that was me. And then if you look at my daughters and their circumstance, growing up, Corinne was like, well, people are married and you know that's what they have and my friends. But then a lot of those marriages ended up not doing well as the kids got older. Unfortunately, we saw the kids get fractured from their families. Us, we actually came together more. So I don't know what that is. I just know that it is different, but I know it's a whole lot of love. You know, the pressure of me being married, they don't even talk about it. They just love their daddy. All right, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. If you haven't got married yet, hey. why? If you don't want to get <laughs> married, why? Let's talk about it, right? 800-585-1051. If you agree with Jamie Foxx, call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right, pull out your, pull out your phone. Call in right now. You call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club top. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club on this Tuesday. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about getting married. Now, this was an interview that Jamie Foxx did, and this, this was his conversation on marriage. I didn't think that was me. And then if you look at my daughters and their circumstance, growing up, Corinne was like, well, people are married and you know that's what they have and my friends. But then a lot of those marriages ended up not doing well as the kids got older. Unfortunately, we saw the kids get fractured from their families. Us, we actually came together more. So I don't know what that is. I just know that it is different. 
but I know it's a whole lot of love. You know, the pressure of me being married, they don't even talk about it. They just love their daddy. So we're asking 800-585-1051. If you haven't got married yet, why? That is the question, why? Do you not want to get married? And what are your reasons? Let's start with you, Yee. Well, since I'm the one who's not married here, um, it's not that I don't want to get married. I just haven't felt like I'm pressured to do it. You know, I'm older now. I'm really good being in my relationship and everything's pretty smooth. We don't have any kids. So I don't, I just feel content with how our relationship is now. If that changes and we decide we want to get married, we'll do it. But I think it's, you know, I it just feels good. But you don't necessarily want to get married. It doesn't. It doesn't. I don't matter. feel. I don't feel pressure to do that. I feel like I could be with you for the rest of my life, living in the same house, and being together and in love and happy, and not feel like I have to get married. And I will say that, you know, I think maybe I'll, I'm a little jaded because a lot of people I know who are married either they're not in love anymore, things didn't work out. I only know a couple of people who are really happily married. And Jesus so, Christ, you, you need more friends then. It's true. I have plenty of friends and family members, <laughs> but, you know, it's just a reality. That's why divorce rates are high. That's why I think anybody would tell you there's a lot of people who just aren't happily married. And I feel yeah, like... Yeah, but it's a lot of people who are. I get what you're saying, but that's just like looking at one side of the situation. That's literally looking at the glass half full. Well, I'm just talking about my personal experience. And I said, I never said I wasn't going to get married. I just don't feel pressured to do it. And I feel like I could be happy with somebody and not feel married. And I am happily with somebody... And we're not married, so if it's working, it's working. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I mean, I'm just talking about, you know, you saying that, you know, a lot of people that you know aren't happily married. Because there's actually studies that show like uh, 64% of Americans are very happy in their marriages. So, I don't know. Yeah, we might well, need to meet some more married couples that are more happy. Well, let's let's go to the phone lines. For myself, I think, you know, um, my parents been together, I mean, it feels like for 120 years. So I seen that growing up and, and my wife's parents were, were together their whole life. So I see that. So it's something that I wanted to do. But let's go to the phone lines. Hold on. You know what else, too? There's a, I'm looking at this study now and it says the percentage Yo. of married Hold couples second, that brother. are happy. The vast majority, 86 percent, describe their marriages as either very happy 24% extremely happy. But I also saw 50% of all marriages, almost 50% will end in divorce or separation in the U.S. Okay, yeah. all right. I'm just saying, marriage. if you look at the right. numbers, so then let's say that's Jesus 50%, so then you're dealing with that 50% that's still left, right? Yes, but that could we could do that with anything in life. Like you could look always look at the bad side of things. Uh, but I'm not I'm not saying that I wouldn't. I'm just saying I don't feel pressure. All right, well let's let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Good morning, it's Mike. Mike, what's up, bro? What's up, DJ Envy? How you doing, man? Good morning. Good, good, good. Talk to us, brother, about marriage. First of all, I want to say good morning to everyone. Uh, Charlemagne, God, man, I need to give you a special shout out, bro. Like, I never met you. I probably won't get to meet you, but I want to let you know, man. Your your energy and how you changed over these couple of years, man. I didn't like you at first, and I could be man enough to say that. I thought you was arrogant. The whole ego of what everybody thought about you was just that image that it looked like on the outside. But once you got to know you and listen to you, man, you're one of my favorite people, bro. So now you want to marry him? Don't let it end. He's a hater. Don't listen to her. Hey, King, thank you, King. I appreciate you, my brother. Thank you for that. Let me get this out real quick because I'm actually, I got to get to work. All right, so I've been with my girl 18 years, man. 18 years. We're not married. But here's the thing. Everyone around us and our culture, you know, uh, it never worked out. And I'll just say that on both ends. Her family and my family never worked out. People of our, you know, color kind of just, you know, didn't go the right way. And so we wanted to take a different route. So we stayed together. Mind you, we've been together since we were 15. I'm 34 now. So <clears throat> in these in these eight years, I feel like 
the love that we have for each other is so raw and so real. A piece of paper could never define the true meaning of our love. Even though we know we're very spiritual people. And I will tell you, the only reason why we ever wanted to get married was because of God. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because of the tie. It wasn't because this is political, what you're supposed to do. And I will tell you, I don't think we'll ever get married for the simple fact that I believe truly in my heart that if you get married, sometimes it changes the dynamic of your love because of what society has made marriage to be. Is she okay with not being married also? Women, the women, you know, the prenup, the whole idea of gold digging, the whole idea of someone taking half of, you know, everything from you. And I feel like real love is, is not defined by any of that. So it's like, I don't ever want my love to be in the same category. I love the mystique and the, 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 the uniqueness of how people know that I've been with the same woman 18 years and a ring, a wedding, uh, a title, none of that defines our love. Like our love grows stronger every year and that's how it's supposed to be. And so is, that's and, just my take on that. And is she okay with that also, that arrangement? She's very okay with okay, it. Okay, that's this all that is, matters. That's what I'm telling you. This is something that we both agree and we, we it works for us. It won't work for everyone, but if you have to the seeding and that in order for you to really be happy, someone has to put a ring on your finger or put a title to your name, I don't think that's real because ninety nine percent of those marriages and I'm just saying it on some real stuff. It won't last. Um, I don't know about 99%. You can't say that. are doing it just for <laughs> the name and the title. That, that's, that, that's not real to me. Okay. Thank you, brother. 800-585-1051. We're talking marriage. Uh, this came from a conversation or interview that Jamie Foxx had where he says, you know, he's not necessarily wanting to get married. And he gave the reasons why. So we're asking, are you not married? And what are the reasons? Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about marriage. Now, this conversation comes from Jamie Foxx. All right, let's listen. I didn't think that was me. And then if you look at my daughters in their circumstance, growing up, Corinne was like, well, people are married and, you know, that's what they have and my friends. But then a lot of those marriages ended up not doing well as the kids got older. Unfortunately, we saw the kids get fractured from their families. Us, we actually came together more. So I don't know what that is. I just know that it is different. But I know it's a whole lot of love. You know, the pressure of me being married, they don't even talk about it. They just love their daddy. And that was on E! News Daily Pop. Right. So we're asking, we're talking marriage this morning. If you're, uh, if you're not going to get married or you don't want to get married, we want to know the reasons why. Now we got a guy on the line uh, who's been married before. Now he says he'll never get married again. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Smalls from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Talk to us, bro. So I got married when I was younger. I was about... Maybe 1920, me and my wife, we've been together for a very long time. We got four beautiful children together. But marriage don't mean nothing. She, she divorced me after I messed up. We got back together, thinking that was it. I got my family back. Nah, that wasn't it. I had a, you know, I, we broke up again. Well, what'd you like do crazy. to mess up, sir? I didn't mess up this time. It was just, she was just so no, done. No, no, you said you messed up and she done. left. What'd you do? In the past, I cheated. All right. So she had trust issues. She probably couldn't get over those. Don't act like y'all just divorced for no reason. 
No, we divorced then, but we got back together and we was together about two years, and we were trying to make it work. I was doing the best I ever done in my life. Mm-hmm. But that trauma just, it just was, you know, it, it just keeps eating at her and she just couldn't be with me no more. So now we split up, but I'm still working at it, you know? Marriage don't mean nothing, I don't feel like. Okay. Well, well you messed up, so you, you Well, he said he'll just never do it again. Trust he said he'll never do it again. Hello, who's this? It's El Pucho from Highlock. Oh. Uh, El Pucho something from North Carolina. What guy? Talk to us. Highlock, <laughs> North Carolina. What's up, brother? What's going on with you? Talk to us. All right. Um, I mean, I, uh, I don't really see the marriage thing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I feel like if you like from 26 to 34, like y'all still good. I mean, y'all good. Like, like that that old school love is out the window now, man. Like everybody, social media done made the perfect look easy. So like, you got That's women real. in the hood that want Birkin bags. You got these dudes at all these discount malls. They ain't got nothing. Like, everybody come with intentions. You know what I'm saying? Like, like look at Brittany Renner. Look what she did. Like, that don't motivate me to want to go find a yeah, woman. Yeah, but you can't, you, can't, you can't pick out one woman and say they all right, like that. Right. You can't do that. I like right, what you said, right. though. Know, Social I, I media done made perfect look easy. I like that, though. Social yeah, media done made have. perfect look easy. Like, these women, like, if you don't got your stuff all the way together, I don't want you. Like, that. what you got going on together? Like, where you at? Oh, uh, I'm over here at my mama's house, but you need to have this and that. Like, man, it's like, it, you down if you do, down if you don't need. He said he had his mama house. Candace, good morning, Candace. Good morning. Now, you say you never get married? No, I don't think I'm ever going to get married. Why? Talk to us. Um, Unfortunately, in our generation, people don't grow with your change. They either get jealous, get distant, they fall in love with who you were at that moment. They don't fall in love with the new you. Mm. And how did you come to that conclusion? Uh, my own relationship. Mm-hmm. So you were married, or you were about to? No, no, no. I was never married. Okay. This, this, my own relationship experience, my parents, my grandparents, it's just like a repetitive cycle. It's okay. either you're settling, or you're going to grow with their change. So you can you see yourself with some can you see yourself with somebody but not married but just with somebody forever? Yeah, I can see that. Okay. But eventually we're gonna grow and we're either gonna stay together, he's gonna get a new partner, I'm gonna get a new partner, we're gonna tolerate that. That's why I think open marriages really work. Okay, that's a whole nother issue. <laughs> All yeah, right, I feel you. She's not trying to um be with you forever either. Exactly. All right. Well thank you. Thank you. So what's the moral of the story? I mean, I think you really just have to do whatever works for you when it comes to relationships. She just said open marriage is what she can see for herself in the future. Some people are saying, you know, we've been together 18 years and we're not ever going to get married, but we're happy that way. Some people feel like marriage is the best thing for them, but nobody should judge what anybody else is doing based on their experience. I agree. Different strokes for different folks. If you want to get married, more power to you. If you don't want to get married, more power to you. If you're happily married, more power to you. If you were married and don't want to get married ever again, more power to you. But don't use the excuse that marriages don't work anyway, so I'll never get married. Because you could literally say that about everything you're doing in life. You open a business, well, guess what? The business may not work. You start a diet, you may not stick to it. So whatever you know, whatever you do is your thing. That's so you, all. So you're saying don't try it. Don't, don't, don't knock it till you try it. I'm not saying that. I'm saying whatever you... I'm saying different strokes with different folks. Oh, different I'm just saying don't folks. knock okay. it. I'm just saying don't knock it, period. What were you, you just proposing to him, MB? <laughs> no, nothing. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, literally just, I'm just literally saying don't <laughs> knock it, period, because you would not do that with anything else in your life. Oh, like you don't start something and say, you know what? I'm not going to do that because it's, it, I saw it not work over here. Like, no. 
All right. Well, we got rumors on the way, Yee. Yes, and let's talk about Kim Kardashian. She has bought the L.A. home from Kanye West amidst their divorce, and we'll tell you how much she paid for it. She bought it from Ye? Yep. Had to be for like a dollar. We'll talk about nope. it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, amidst Kim Kardashian and Kanye's divorce, she is getting the house in Hidden Hills, California. How much is she paying? $23 million. Goodness gracious. Yes, $20 million is the agreed-upon price for the property and $3 million for everything inside of it. Is the house, what is the house worth? Is it, is it worth twenty three? Is it worth more than that? He's selling it. To, he's well, they purchased his... the house in twenty fourteen for twenty million, and then they worked with an architect to create uh, an all white interior for the space. So I'm sure it's probably I would think worth more than that. But since that's what they pay for it, I wonder how that works because they're both billionaires, right? Right. So it's nothing to her. So why? I mean, so why <laughs> even give him the twenty million? That's like that's where his kids and everybody stay. I wonder why. By the way, when we say they're both billionaires, I mean that's their net worth we don't know what they have in liquid but just saying we just know that's what she's paying for it now speaking of the kardashians and she probably didn't pay the whole 23 million too i mean that's the other thing right what do you mean well, oh for the, when they first bought it you mean they split it i'm just talking about even yeah i'm sure they didn't spend uh, pay the whole 23 million you think that's yeah, how much she's paying that's what she's paying yeah. 20 23 million she's paying him 23 million so you think she's paying like 23 cash like yes. i don't know if it's cash but she's buying she, uh, the house from him for, for 23 million dollars Oh, okay, I'm just saying. All right, now speaking of the Kardashians, uh, Kourtney Kardashian, we announced that she is engaged to Travis Barker. Well, according to a source, they told Page Six that Scott Disick is going crazy and losing his mind over these upcoming nuptials. They said he's going off the deep end. It's really bad. Well, it's about to get dark. And a rep for Scott Disick did not immediately return a request for comment. Now, Shayna Mokla, who is Travis Barker's ex-wife, went on social media and she posted in her stories, temporarily closed for spiritual maintenance. And then she said, Tupac once said, before you ask why someone hates you, ask why, ask yourself why you give a F. So Both of their exes are going crazy, huh? That was the reaction. All right, now Nas uh, was talking on Jesus and Mero. And one thing that he talked about was DMX making him cry while they were filming Belly together. Here's what he said. Even working on that, the film, man, we cried, man. Like just in the mid, we was at the tunnel mm -hmm. outside doing a scene. And I, I was like, you feel that, bro? You know what's happening? And, and and he was like, yeah. And he started talking to me and he started crying and I'm crying. And what, you know, we like, you know, he's talking with that. Yeah. And I'm and I, and like, this, this man, his energy is something else, man. Wow. Well, DMX had that effect on people. That mm -hmm. brother was anointed, man. I said it when he was alive. I keep saying it when he's gone. All right, now Judge Judy's bailiff, we discussed this, Petrie Hawkins Bird. Uh, we talked about how Judge Judy is doing her new her new show, Ju Judy Justice, on IMDb TV that premieres on November 1st, but she has not asked the bailiff who has been with her since 1996 when Judge Judy premiered and for 25 seasons, she has not asked him to come to her upcoming project. He felt a way about it. You know, he said that he was priced out as a new bailiff, but she wanted he wanted to know why she didn't even approach him or ask him. And she didn't give him an opportunity to, to have accepted a lower salary. Well, now, according to reports, he's being offered all other kinds of television opportunities. So he's not actively seeking a new court show, but he will be considering any offers that come his way. So I really hope something works out for him, something that he wants to do. All right. And Summer Walker is challenging her fans to get a hard drive of her new album. So what she did was she was in New York City. And if you break this case that it's in... 
then you get to have an early listen to her album. I love that. That's a, still that's a great over idea. it. <laughs> Did anybody break into it yet or no? I listen. They said one male fan managed to to get the hard drive, so oh, you did. can see that on her Instagram page oh, wow. as well. So the album is coming out uh, November fifth. And Flavor Flav has been arrested for a domestic battery, according to law enforcement. He was booked on a misdemeanor charge on October fifth. Cops responded to a call about a domestic disturbance. When they got there, Flav was placed into custody and he was taken in. They said he allegedly poked his finger on the alleged victim's nose, grabbed her, threw her down, and grabbed the phone out of her hand. So he's been charged with misdemeanor battery, constituting domestic violence. And Young Thug lost $1 million hard drive containing 200 unreleased songs. It was an apartment mix-up. So he's suing the owners of his luxury apartment building in Atlanta. The concierge service lost a number of his valuable items. I'm sure that was the most valuable, a hard drive with 200 unreleased I'm songs. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So he accidentally left a Louis Vuitton bag next to his black Lamborghini in the parking garage. The bag had 40000 cash, a watch worth 57000 a diamond chain worth 37000 and that hard drive. So the bag was retrieved by a fellow resident. It was handed to members of the concierge team at his building. They contacted him to let him know that they found his bag and uh, apparently they released the bag to an unknown person and didn't even contact them. So now he's suing. Oh, so they just gave the bag to somebody else and didn't even get it. Oh, man. Yep. Yeah. They're responsible well, for that one. That is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. All right. Now, shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. Get your request in. And uh, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our audible pick of the day is Call Us What We Carry by Amanda Gorman. It's the breakout collection from the youngest poet in history to read at a presidential inauguration, and it's an instant classic. Sign up for a free 30-day audible trial at audible.com slash breakfast club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. Now, this is her second time on the show. I missed it the first time. She was on we were, Zoom, though. We were on Zoom the on first Zoom. time. Yeah. yeah, and I had, uh, I don't know what I had. But anyway, we have Corey Minor Smith. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here this morning. I really appreciate the opportunity to be here with you all. Oh, thank you so much. Well, well how, how are you, first and foremost? I'm still like adrenaline pumping from Sunday. Um, that was just a spectacular event. And last night I got to see the, uh, Tina Turner. So it was just a lot of exciting things that were happening, mm-hmm. but especially excited about that expo and just bringing so many people um, an introduction to mental health and others elevating their knowledge about mental health. Thank you for being a part of it. I'm so happy Absolutely. that you could speak on the black women's mental health panel. Yes, it was an absolute pleasure to be on with such dynamic women. Dr. Rita Walker, Dr. Alfie Noble, Tracy Jenkins was on that panel. Right, and Mm -hmm. Dr. Charmaine uh, Jackson. Yes. Yes. So how did you get into talking about mental health, dealing with mental health, and and trying to break down and help people? Actually, I was thrown into it. Uh, 13, 14 years old, just trying to figure out and understand the behaviors that my mother was exhibiting. All I could describe it at that time as a 13-year-old, 14-year-old, is that it was weird. It, I just could not comprehend what was going on. What was weird? What, what was going on? Things that she would say. A lot of paranoia. You know, it could be a small hole in the wall from a nail You when you hang up pictures. Mm-hmm. And she thought that microphones were in there. And people from the church were listening to her. And the pastor talked about her. Just a lot of paranoia. But one day, we, she just talked nonstop. And I mean, literally, just was talking nonstop. Talking to people who weren't there Then she had these ideas of grandiose, if you will, like thinking that she could heal, had miraculous powers. And I didn't know what to do. So I called a relative. My relative came over, was not able to get her to stop talking. 
So we took her to the emergency room. And I just want to pause there with the emergency room situation because a lot of us don't have medical insurance. Insurance. Mm -hmm. And so the emergency room is our medical treatment. Mm -hmm. um, And that's where she was first diagnosed. With what? She was diagnosed with manic depression, paranoid schizophrenia. Mm -hmm. Where does it come from? And the reason I ask that is because a lot of people... You don't really notice it until they get to a certain age, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, maybe, you know, your mom was 40 years old and from, you know, zero to 40, she was fine. And then all of a sudden at 41, something triggered and it started. Do do, do we know where it comes from? Right. And I just want to put my disclaimer out. I'm a lawyer (laughs) and not a doctor. But from my research, you know, between the ages of like 17, 23, Mm -hmm. anyone could potentially uh, start exhibiting symptoms of uh, severe mental illness. uh, Right. And schizophrenia specifically is described in thirds. Like one third can have one bout of symptoms and never experience them again. The second third, where I believe my mother is, they could be in and out of mental institutions, um, on and off the streets, just on and off treatment. And that will be their life for the rest of their lives. And then the third third of people are people we may see any day on any in any city USA on the streets, living on the streets, undiagnosed or maybe they're diagnosed but untreated and eventually may die by their own hands or the hands of others. So it's a very scary situation, um, but at the same time, any one of us can be impacted with mental health conditions, but as far as severe mental illness, it could be a a traumatic brain injury. Tiffany Haddish talks about her mother being in a car accident, and after that, she started exhibiting uh, symptoms of uh, mental illness. So really, I just encourage people to not wait till you're in a crisis, not wait till you can't handle it by yourself, but to make it a regular part of your everyday, every year at least, mm-hmm. physical exams that you also do a mental health assessment. It doesn't mean that anything is wrong, but you don't want to wait till something is wrong to get help. Can we talk about, you know, the impact that, you know, dealing with somebody that you love who has a mental illness, the impact that has on the family? Because I've been noticing that the past year, and that's why we did a room, a breakout room at the Mental Wealth Expo mm-hmm. for, you know, people who have people in their family who have schizophrenia, bipolar, whatever, and the, 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 what it does to their mental health. Right, right. That's a, a great distinction, for example, um, because we can talk about self-care all day long, but self-care is not really addressing severe mental illness because those are uh, severe mind-altering behaviors, dealing, dealing with delusions and hallucinations. Uh, anonagnosia, that's when a person doesn't even have the insight that they're sick. Mm. Not denial. They don't they lack insight to even know that they're sick. So as far as those who are caregivers, loved ones, you really have to implement self-care. You really have to implement boundaries. And that's something that I had to learn along the way and seeking help before we were in crisis. I spent, I guess, like 30 years. I really just instituted this as a part of my life in the last three to five years to have regular meetings with my mother's treatment team instead of waiting for when she's in crisis and I'm just trying to call anybody who will answer the phone Mm -hmm. to help us, you know, when she's run off to another state or I've had calls where my mother was um, found in a a vacant home with no utilities and she does not have to live like that. Right. But there are a lot of people who give up on their family members. Um, I'm an only child, so it's just something that I could never do. But I had to create boundaries Mm -hmm. for my own well-being, for my children's well-being and just to be able to still be here for her. Now, I, lo- I love the work that, that you guys are doing, and I say it all the time. It's, it's a matter of changing the narrative, right? Um, it's You go to the barbershop now, and, and when I go to the barbershop, somebody might say, hey, Envy, you know, and me and my wife's dealing with this. You know, how did you go through it? And I love those conversations. Yes. And, 
and the fact that Charlemagne has, you know, his, he stood on his mental health ground where people can feel comfortable talking about it now. I commend what you guys are doing and even the expo. I, th I just thought it was great. I think it's awesome, too. So I commend you. Thank you for all that you're doing to help elevate this voice uh, for mental health and breaking down the stigma. And there is a um, to God be the glory. I'm just, a, I'm just a humble servant. Absolutely. Well, thank you for letting him use you. That's How about right. that? Yes. And a part of this whole journey for me was just creating information to share with other people because I couldn't identify with what was going on with my mother. And I wanted to know, how does the family help a person? So I started turning to movies and stuff that showed it. And I talked about it at the expo, but Out of Darkness was the first movie that I saw my mom and my life depicted on film. And I wow. could try to relate in some kind of way. And then like The Soloist and... Um, there's just various movies that have come out since then, but I created a my go-to mental health guide, and I encourage people to go and get it. It's at CoreyEmpowers.com. It's for free. You just, you know, request it, and it has movies, apps, uh, blogs, articles, all kind of organizations. Your organizational mental uh, wealth alliance Thank and you. others. Um, some of I was able to meet the executive directors at the expo, but they're in my mental health guide as well. And mm -hmm. to help people to just know that there are resources that are available and to know that you don't have to call 911 anymore. You could call 988. And so for individuals oh, who have mm -hmm, individuals who have T-Mobile, T-Mobile has already uh, implemented the use of 988 and transferring those calls for those who are in crisis. Um, but all cell phone providers are supposed to do it by 2022. Oh, great. And that's in my mental that. health guide as well so that you can know about that information. How long has that been around? Well, they just uh, passed it. I think, uh, was it last year or so? Yes. Absolutely. Well, we'll go. information. That's right. Well, my name is Corey Miner-Smith, and you can go to CoreyEmpowers.com uh, for more information and all of the social media. I am Corey Miner-Smith on Instagram, or excuse me, on LinkedIn. And on Instagram, I'm Corey Empowers. Well, thank you so much, Corey Minor Smith. Attorney Corey Minor Smith. <laughs> Titles matter, <laughs> right. and definitely go to her website, CoreyEmpowers.com. Now, Charlamagne, you got a uh, positive note? Yes, uh, my positive note, man, is something that I said during my donkey of the day. I just want to reiterate it because it's so so important, and I would also encourage everybody to go watch my last episode of the God's Honest Truth on Comedy Central called Digital Devil because we explore a lot of this with Tristan Harris and Cal Newport but it's simple in regards to social media man disconnect with the world to reconnect with yourself simple breakfast club bitches y'all finished or y'all done